To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod. Obviously, a lot of people have been talking about this op-ed, but I think it's honestly worth uh, just walking through and rebutting sort of as much as possible. And, you know, I, I do want to note that while, you know, over the weekend, the Boston Globe did publish a set of actually very good letters to the editor rebutting a bunch of Ashish's statements here, all saying kind of variations of the same thing, like, fuck this article, fuck off, Ashish. I think it's still, like, worth getting into. There are, there are a couple of things, I think, that we'll talk about that I haven't seen people address elsewhere in their criticism of this, so I think that this will still be, like, a really useful exercise. Shall I, uh, shall I start this up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, again, without further ado, July 31st, 2023, this is Ashish Jaws Boston Globe op-ed, no longer working for the Biden administration, quote, with a few basic steps, most of us can finally ignore COVID. It begins. On a recent warm and humid summer night, a group of public health colleagues and I were approaching a restaurant for dinner. Inside or out? I asked. Not long ago, COVID-19 would have decided outside. But not that night. We ate inside, where it was cooler. Like so many others, we are living with COVID. The virus isn't going anywhere, but how safely we live with it has changed dramatically. Literally, what does that even mean, though? I'm sorry. We live in our own little fugues of time. (laughs) Most Americans have resumed the full range of their pre-pandemic activities. Concerts, parties, summer camps, and family events. The rest of America, we've completely fucked over. But with the virus still circulating, many who have gone back to pre-pandemic life still worry if they are safe. (laughs) It makes sense to be wary. We have lived with these risk assessments and daily decisions for almost four years. Okay. Can we talk about that line for a second? Yes. We have lived with these (laughs) risk assessments. Yeah. Yes. We have lived. It makes sense to be wary. We have lived with these risk assessments and daily decisions for almost four years. He has translated a respiratory pandemic, living with COVID, a novel pandemic, a global like society disrupting disease event, right? That is a risk assessment and daily decision. Like that's how you're going to frame it. This is a beautiful piece of PR to point back to what Phil was saying in terms of like what the actual tool is. The only tools that we have is fucking a sheesh jaw, like spouting we have the tools in any media outlet that will take him. Right. Like the tool is a framework like translating COVID that has killed millions of people in the course of three years into risk assessments and daily decisions. This paragraph is actually rather dense. So I'm going to go back like a smidge and then finish that paragraph out. And I have something to say about a specific link that Ashish Jha uses in in this uh, piece. So just really, really quickly. Um, So again, Ashish Jha writes, it makes sense to be wary. We have lived with these risk assessments and daily decisions for almost four years. And yet we are in a much different, much better place. We can protect ourselves with vaccines, which remain free and widely available. Unquote. And I want to just pause right here i will we will be moving on shortly but i just want to note that there is a link in that sentence that is the we can protect ourselves with vaccines which remain free and widely available that goes to a news story about the hhs bridge access program um which is a which is their solution like the biden administration's solution to how 
vaccines will putatively stay free for uninsured people following the end of the public health emergency, which, you know, ended in May. Um, For a longer discussion of this, actually, we uh, talked about it in an episode in May called No One Is Left Behind, which I believe was a quote of uh, that was actually we were quoting Ashish Jha as that was the title, actually. Um, Important to note. The, like the, the important thing to know about this, this thing that he's referencing as don't worry, the tools, the vaccine is still free, right? The HHS bridge access program is the thing that we criticized as quote unquote leveraging public commitments by vaccine manufacturers that they were going to set up a patient assistance program that would basically be like the vaccine is free to unvaccinated people as long as they meet certain criteria, fill out these forms, et cetera. And as long as the vaccine manufacturers, you know, Pfizer and Moderna um, are doing that, like have created patient assistance programs and are trying somewhat to certainly with significant administrative burdens in the form of paperwork and whatever, um, provide vaccines for free to uninsured people. Um, and that the the sort of handshake deal that uh, or not even handshake deal, the like wink and nod, I guess, of that HHS bridge access program announcement was that the Biden administration is sa- was saying like, hey, uh, vaccine manufacturers, you guys said you're going to do a patient assistance program, right? Uh, make sure you do that. And if you do that, we will provide money to pharmacy chains to pay for the actual like dose administration fee so it doesn't get like billed to people's insurance which of course they don't have in this situation because they're uninsured that all sounds overcomplicated. again we have a whole description of it in the no one is left behind uh episode but like the long and short of it is uh two things one is that he's saying something again that is just not true First of all, there's no guarantee necessarily that vaccines are going to continue to be free for uninsured people. And to the extent that they are, it sounds like the mechanism under which they're going to do it is a patient assistance program, which are like, you know, lousy with problems and and burdens for people to go through to try and actually like use the program. And second, just as an uh, by way of update, I guess, um, Pfizer and Moderna basically said like this is the quote unquote public commitments part that they're talking about. Pfizer and Moderna said that they're going to do a patient assistance program for uninsured people. They both announced that sometime uh, really early in the spring, um, slightly before HHS announced this program. But neither of them have produced information about this. There's, there's been no further updates on whether there is actually a patient assistance program that's going to go into place. There's no like form or anything that you can fill out. This is like a big nothing, but it's being pointed to as though like, here's the proof that it it's going to remain free. It's just preposterous. To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash pod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes and be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the death panel.